Why Date, Season 2, Episode 10, The Story of the Renaissance Man. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up like, you know, if I'm going to have my eyes on that woman, best believe I'm going to have, you know, my two eyes are going to be on that woman. Yeah. That I'm going to cater to her. I'm going to be there for her. And when I saw my dad going through his, through, going through cancer and everything like that, I saw the love between my father and my mother. And I can never forget that day. I was in Oakland in Summit Alta Bates Hospital, and I was just seeing them talk. And it was just a beautiful thing because I'm like, that is something that I want, and that is something that I can never forget. And that's that's what made me who I am today. Like, I'm not, I'm not the one to go ahead and be like, hey, you know what, I'm gonna fuck this girl, I'm gonna fuck that girl. Yeah, you know, everybody has that, that fuckboy moment, but, you know, I snap out of it because I'm like, hey, I was raised better than that. And that's why I still pursue dating because I know that somebody one day will accept the lesson that my dad taught me and I can bring it on to them. That's why I date. What up, people? This is your boy, Dante D. Silent, and you are on Why Date, Season 2, Episode 10. There you go, ten. man. I got episode it. I got 10. it. <laughs> He's I got it. There, I got it. <laughs> so, we are kind of doing, going to take a step back, and we're going to jump into kind of doing a interview from each perspective of our speakers, and we're going to have you know some questions to ask so you know i'm sure you guys haven't got any background on us as a speakers because we actually don't have a story we didn't throw out anything but we're gonna go into it i got my man renaissance man here how's it going everybody and that's it no one else here <laughs> so it is one-on-one it is one-on-one it is we are here hey it's still low though man i don't know why i still think so low hold on Let's do this. Let's change this real quick. Let me, let me do a test because this thing is low. Damn, these guys are really slim. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. All right. <laughs> so random. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, so I'll can't cancel that out. Okay. All right. So, my man. Now... Nobody knows who you are. You kind of jumped into kind of second season. We talked about you in first uh-huh. season. So we yeah. didn't really have anything to talk about you on any other season. So I guess tell a little bit about your backstory, man. What is, where you, you know, you're from birth to now. Like what, what is your, uh, what's your backstory, man? Like, okay, well, you know, I was born in Oakland. I was raised there for 13 years. Then I moved to Livermore. Um, my seventh grade year, that's when I started like, you know, just being that new kid on the block. Everybody was sort of intimidated by me because like, oh man, you're from Oakland? Have you ever seen any drive-bys? Have you ever done this? I'm like, no man, like, you know, the only thing I ever saw was a, a cat fight, but yeah, <laughs> had nothing too serious around the neighborhood, you know. <laughs> Don't believe what you see in the movies, people. So... <laughs> In seventh grade year, I spent like most like you know, to, to, from seventh grade year to to me being twenty five, I lived in Livermore. Um, I've been through some stuff, but I'm not gonna act like a victim or whatever like that. Um, like I said, I've been through heartbreak. I've seen things, you know. I've done some crazy stuff, but I learned from everything, and that's how I am as a person today. But most, but this podcast is mostly about love, relationships, everything like that. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about some serious stuff about me because you know I might as well write a novel. So let let's get into detail about the relationships from me living in Livermore and everything like that. So me being the new kid on the block, I was every I was everybody known as like you know. Oh, he's the guy who's mysterious. He's rogue. He's a badass from Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> when clearly I'm, I'm none of that. Yeah. 
And so, going my seventh grade year, this was one girl that was feeling me. Long story short, she was just like, man, I, I don't know what it is about you. I just like, just hearing the word Oakland just makes me like so attracted to you. <laughs> like, okay. So, Oaklandish. The Oaklandish type of style and everything like that. So, it went well. Um, I That was my first heartbreak because. Dang, you know, I did school. You said yeah, middle school, middle man. Middle school was a heartbreak. Middle school was a heartbreak, bro. That's so weird, man. You know, I know all... takes that stuff serious, man. <laughs> really? But hey, you're talking to the guy who's called the Renaissance, man. man. So <laughs> I take even even in like the seventh grade year, I was like the one that was like the lovey dovey type. My boys would come up to me, he's like, bro, you guys are like, you know, you're acting too much of an adult. You need to chill. So I'm like, nah, man, let me do me, bro. Let me do me. Stupid. You're losing your Oakland points. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I did all that lovey-dovey stuff and, you know, just me being who I am. And I got cheated on. Went through heartbreak, everything like that. And that's how I started building up my, you know, my whole type of style on how I talk to women. As far as, like, getting to know them and everything like that. I learned more about myself and how to approach women. And also, like, you know, the type of things that I've been through. It's like whether, like, you know, that I went through a heartbreak or I did. Or I was responsible for it. So, I will be, I remember the, there was a time in my ninth grade year of high school when I finally cheated on my girlfriend. And this is not renaissance of me. This was new. Because I'm like, wow, I've never done this before. Yeah. You know, and be in mind that this woman was a good girl to me. Yeah. You know, she she's always been there for me, everything like that. But of course, like you know, being that it's high school, you know, you're the fresh meat in high school and everything like that. You're going to these brand new parties. Uh, I did a no no. I meet up this girl from another high school, and um, we're, we can call it a little more high. <laughs> so we can call her more high. We're having a good time, you know. At the time, I wasn't really that much of a drinker, but you know, I knew how to like make him laugh, even though my humor wasn't that great. Something about it was just always had him laughing. So we're talking everything like that, and next thing you know, it we go to another room. And I'm like, hmm. I hope we go play some Scrabble or something, <laughs> or like Monopoly. But uh, we didn't do that. Mm -mm. So when we were in the other room, she was telling me like, hey, you know what? I just feel really comfortable when I'm with you. I'm like, I'm not even thinking about my girlfriend anymore. I'm like, I'm all I'm thinking about is just like, whoa, okay. Here's a beautiful woman right in front of me. She's, she's single. She's telling me that all this type of stuff. And I'm like, what am I thinking? So... I actually initiated the kiss right before she did, and it was yada yada from there. Um, as far as like progressing through college and and everything like that, how'd she find out? How, how did my girlfriend find out? Yeah, she. Well, being the fact that I don't know if anybody lives in Livermore, it's a small town, so people know each other. They talk and everything like that. So, apparently... What was your reaction? Did you lie first or did you tell the truth first? Was I, it like, oh, I didn't do that. I actually lied. This is not renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> so, when my girlfriend found out, she was just like, how could you do this? You know, fuck you, everything. I'm like, babe, chill. That wasn't me. How are you going to tell me that wasn't you? And the next thing you know it, she finds a photo of me. And my boy's at that party. Camera phones were made already. And I'm like, oh, And there's like no... See, we didn't have camera phones growing up. There was none of that going on. You know what I'm saying? So, it's so weird, man. When people say, I saw it right here. Look. It's on Facebook. Like, oh. But nah, that wasn't around. Yeah, so, man, I was caught up. I was like a deer in the headlight look. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I was at that party, but she came on to me. That's not what she said, yada, 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 you know? So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to just keep it honest because there's no point in lying. Yeah. That's not me, everything like that. I was just like, hey, I made a mistake. 
I did this. I I'm not gonna lie. I made the first move on her, and then she went on with it. You know, so she was just like, "Fuck you! I don't want anything to do with you." Everything. I'm like, but at the same time, I wasn't mad at that because I knew that I made a mistake, but I learned from it. And that's a whole thing about a, you know, about like life is like you learn from your mistakes, you learn from your relationships, and I grew from that. So that was a day that I was I told myself like, hey, you know what? I'm never gonna be doing shit like that again. Yeah. That was a day when I was just like, hey, I want to be more respectful. I want to be known as this what you call today this Renaissance man. So, so you still talk to her? I still talk to her, yeah, because like. Being that it was freshman year in high school, we kind of like put our differences aside. Like, hey, you know what? We're adults now and everything. Yeah. We're 25. She's 24. Yeah. Um, we talked about it. We actually laughed about it too because she gave me a good slap to the face. I'm like, damn, you got a hell of an arm. So <laughs> she hit you too. Hell yeah. Damn. She slapped the shit out of me, man. She made me full white. Oh, <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, Renaissance man is Latino. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's another thing about my backstory. I come from a background of white people and Mexican people. So I am a mocha latte. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Yeah. So you get the best of both worlds if you talk to me. Uh, I can't speak Spanish, but I sure can understand it. So, Spanglish. To the Spanish speakers out there, speak slow to me, okay? Because that's when the white boy kicks in. <laughs> So long, Jorge, then he got Billy. <laughs> so, long story short, yeah, we talked about it and everything like that, and we were just laughing because we were just thinking, like, man, we were kids doing stupid stuff. Hey, but she was just like, I understand because, you know, at that time, we're freshmen. We just got out of middle school. Yeah. We're experiencing new things. We're going to bigger parties. We're going to be doing, like, you know crazier stuff so when we talked about it I felt so much more relief because I'm like hey I finally got that burden off my chest it's like I can laugh yeah, about yeah, it now it takes the power for for a little bit you're the, you're the guy yeah yeah that's crazy man because people go through those mm -hmm. motions like I think like you start feeling like you're invincible like man I can pull girls like this mm -hmm. man who needs a girlfriend right now for real and so you're in that mindset like man whatever yep. like I think we all kind of go through that at one point <clears throat> people stay there some people grow from it mm -hmm. so I'm glad you grew from it at a young age you of know? course so and then, then you know and then what about college life man college life it was it was, it was uh, funny because I wouldn't I wasn't really in relationships but I was mostly just talking to females and everything like that yeah getting to know them and not actually pursuing anything but knowing how to talk to a woman more you know, knowing what to say, knowing what not to say. Just, it's all about, this where I say in my in a couple podcasts ago, it's, it's how the conversations got better. Yeah. You know, I'm all about conversations. And I don't care if you got a perfect 10 body or whatever. Like, when I noticed that I was in, in college, I started talking to these girls. I'm like, man, you know what? I don't need a body or I don't need a perfect 10. Like, you know, if I'm, feel, if I'm feeling you just through a conversation, man... There's no point in telling, like, you know, what, what's going to happen if we're in a relationship. Yeah. So, <clears throat> when going through that, I uh, I experienced a lot because, like I said, I went to a college where it was nearby my house and everybody from Pleasanton, Dublin, <laughs> and, and, you know, other cities went to that college. So, I met some exes. There were some I actually reconciled with and there was actually some that... uh I talked to, and it just it it, it was kind of it was kind of good because they actually gave me some feedback. They're like, "Hey, you know what? You should really work on this. You should like you know." At the time, I understand when we were kids and you're, we we're in high school and everything, but maybe you should start focusing on that because I was always like the one that would always wanted to put like make sure that my woman is good and everything like that. But I understand in this generation that no woman's gonna be like that like sometimes maybe they want some space yeah or maybe they just want like you know just somebody there for them just to hear their their day when i was always when i exactly when i was always the one that would be like hey let's do this let's do that 
maybe she just wanted to stay at the house and chill. Yeah. So I started learning more about that. And also, there was times when uh, when I was in college that I tried to pursue something, but I wasn't I wasn't into it. And that's when I started learning more about myself was because I was the type that I was res- getting more respect and I was getting more respect from women because they w- I would go to clubs with my boys or bars and and they would come up to me, be in mind that they're shit-faced yeah. and shit like that. They'll come up to me like, hey, you ready to go? I'm like... <laughs> Is that your shit-faced? How are we going to get there? I'm like, how are we going to get there? Because I can't drive either. I'm drunk as hell. No, but... Even when I was drunk and I realized that it wasn't me, I would tell him straight up, I'm like, hey, you know what? This, this, this shouldn't be happening tonight. You know, you're under the influence, I'm under the influence. You're gonna wake up not knowing what the hell happened. You're gonna, and then I'm gonna wake up not, not knowing what the hell happened. And then either we're gonna do something that you might regret or you're gonna do something that you're gonna catch feelings. So, I say myself because I was the type that when I started to grow more as a man, I would be the type that would fall more in love. And I kind I I got in a, in a situation where I was like, you know what? I'd rather just find the right woman and then show my love and everything like that. And uh, so I went through a stage of like just avoiding a lot of like a lot of love and everything like that until I was like, hey, so I found the right one. So I finally did. <clears throat> Las Positas College. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my college and everything like that. But uh, I met up with this one girl that I actually knew from back in the day in mm-hmm. school, and everything was well. You know, she was feeling me, I was feeling her, and it was crazy because I was like, man, I met her mom. Her mom's digging me. You know, I met her sister. Her sister loves me. Like, what can go wrong? We were actually even, like, planning a day to, like, actually ask each other out. Yeah. You know, which was great because I never actually had a day planned to ask somebody out. So, when when that happened and everything, like, she knew what she wanted. I knew what she wanted. And then, I always, I was never about, like, the one-night stands. But with this girl, I was like, you know what feels right. So... Not gonna go into a lot of detail, but it happened. Uh-oh. One night stand. You know, one night stand doesn't really okay, the definition of one night stand yeah. is someone you don't know mm-hmm. you hook up with. If you know her, it doesn't really count as a one night stand because you guys kinda already knew each other, right? True. So it's just like you guys just happen to just hook up. We just and then yeah. it was better. Before 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 dating, you guys uh, were supposed to date, but then you guys had to hook yeah. up. Yeah. So then we hooked up and <laughs> Everything was good. So, when I started, like, when we started progressing and everything like that, I noticed that there was a change. And I'm like, something ain't right. I can, I can feel it. Like, you know, I can feel it through a text. I can feel it, like, you know, how the way you're talking to me, your body language. And, um, so, she, we, were at a, we were at a house party. And she was like, hey, I got to talk to you about something. I'm like, Okay, like I didn't really think about it as being a bad thing. I'm like, all right, well maybe she there's something on her mind about whatever. So we went outside, and then she was telling me like, hey, you know what? I really want to focus on my school and everything like that. You're a great guy. The whole spiel, oh, that, like, great yeah. Guy thing, right? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because you led me on. You told me that you were feeling me. You want this. Um, I treated you with with nothing but respect. We didn't have sex until you thought until you thought it was okay for us to have sex, mm-hmm. and I respected that. I never forced you to do anything, but yet you're still putting me on a pedestal and like telling me like, "Hey, you know what? I don't want you anymore." Mm-hmm. And that's when like I started learning more about you know myself and knowing how to, how to deal with situations like that. So I couldn't believe it because I'm like. What did I do wrong? I did everything that I could, yeah. and she. And then that's when she realized she was just like, "Okay, well, I really want to just do this." I'm like, all right, well, it is what it is. Yeah. But what? What? 
what blew my mind was like a couple of weeks later she gets into a relationship with somebody so she was telling me that and then she lied to me so I was just like what, what pissed me off the most is like she couldn't keep it 100 with me and I'm all about respect and keeping it 100 and, and you keeping it real with me because now I know what to fix if you don't tell me what I can't fix then I don't know what to do I'm gonna leave it be because now I'm thinking in my mind like, hey, you know everything's perfect. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. So when she got into a relationship, it was a, it's a real slap in the face because she could easily just like you know be 100 with me and just be like, hey, it's not really going anywhere. And I wouldn't respect that. But you lied to me. So now I'm thinking I don't know what to fix. But it took me a lot of time. So, fast forward, <clears throat> I'm at this job. Um, I had a, I had a, a so-called good reputation over there at this job. Um, but I never really let things get to me until I met this one woman. I go into this store, I'm going to call it Michael Stars. <laughs> bring that up. Yep, I'm gonna bring that up. That's another huge heartbreak that I went through. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm the type that that's the loving guy, you, you know. Should be heartbreak. Uh, <laughs> the heartbreak. <laughs> heartbreak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not the heartbreaker, everybody. You get the one that's heartbroken. He's, yeah, I'm the one. I'm the heartbroken guy. So, with that story, meet this girl. Um, it's actually a girl that I had class with in college. Never really, you know, made contact with her because I was just the one that just really started focusing on my stuff and doing whatever I got to do. Wasn't really into it until yeah. she approached me. She DM'd me on Instagram like, hey, you remember me? I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I do. Yeah. So one day we started getting talking. We got to know each other. And then it was on my birthday. I asked her out. September 30th, 1992. I asked her out. 1992. So, 1992, man. Way back when. Hmm. <laughs> no one remembers that stuff, man. Were you even born then? I was just giving up my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants to drop me a card? That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I asked her out on my birthday. And, um,. Everything was good, because she was just like, I wanted you to, to tell me that. I was like, oh, shit. This is this is great. You know, she actually wants to be in a relationship with me. She's There's, like, no strings attached. She knows what the hell she wants. I'm like, this is perfect. So we went about it, and then I noticed that she loved to get into fights with me. And there is the funniest fight in the world that I can never forget was when she got so mad at me because I didn't watch a Netflix video. <laughs> Latinas, Latinas, you got to understand, I am tired. I've been working all day. If I'm not going to watch a video, there is something called the pause button. There is something called replay. There is something called YouTube. I can look it up. <laughs> So she got mad at me about that, and I thought she was just joking around. And I'm like, okay, she's clearly joking with me. She was actually serious. She's like, when I tell you to watch something, I, I expect you to watch something. I'm like, oh! <gasps> <laughs> I got so mad. I was in a suit at the time, so I took off my, my suit jacket because I was sweating. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? You do you. I'm gonna go to work. We'll talk about this later on. But she told me that she wanted to talk about it at work. I'm like, okay. So on my lunch break, I went to go talk to her and everything like that. And we're talking. And then all of a sudden, she's like, why are you at my work? Why are you doing this at my job? You just told me to fucking talk to you at your work. And besides, we're both on breaks right now, so what's the what's the situation? I just want to figure out what the hell's going on. So she was just telling me like, you can't be doing this and everything like that. You're this is so disrespectful. I'm like, you clearly just said meet you at your work. So I'm talking to you. 
And so we finally figure something out and everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm clearly still pissed off. She's clearly still mad. But we had this Disneyland trip that we're going to in like within like the next the next week yeah. that we had planned. So it was with her family and everything like that. And be in mind, I don't know what it is. Her when I meet girls and they have brothers or sisters, they always look up to me as a big brother. So such a good guy. They had a they had a lot of respect for me. So it was her little brother, her older brother and her older brother's girlfriend. So we went down to LA, had a good time and everything like that. And we're in Disneyland. We're about to go on this ride and she's on Snapchat. And then her brother calls her out like, hey, who's this guy? I was another deer in the headlight look. I'm like, yeah, who is this guy? But I kind of like said that in my head because we're at, a, we're at the happiest place in the world. I'm not going to bring up something in front of a family because that's how much respect I have. Yeah. You know, that's just me. I'm not going to go ahead and put you on blast in front of your, your brothers and sisters and girlfriends or whatever. I would. So, yeah, you're more savage than me, brother. Actually, <laughs> <Max> too. <laughs> so, so that's why I was like thinking, like, you know what? I'll talk to her when we get home. So, fast forward everything like that. We finally got home. Uh, and I talked to her, and I was just like, hey, so who is this guy? All of a sudden, she changed up the the topic. She's like, I'm tired, John. I'm tired, okay? I'm like, okay, are you serious right now? I'm like, why can we not talk about this? She's just like, no, my feet hurt. I'm tired. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm like, okay. I waited for so freaking long just to talk to you about something and now you're gonna avoid something and then all of a sudden she was just like oh he he goes to my school and then i'm like okay you know what this ain't working out the next day i broke up with her at her job dang i i, I was sick and tired of it but she was such she was so good at twisting my mind she made me feel like i was the, the victim and uh i fell for it so this is actually a girl that I actually begged to get back with, even though I knew I didn't do anything wrong. But that's another thing that I realized about myself, and that's just, you have to be strong. Sometimes you gotta, like, say, fuck, fuck being nice, stand up for your fucking own. And that's what I did. But she got the best of me. So I finally went down to her job, and her coworker was stopped to talk to me, and she was like, hey, I wanna let you know about this guy. They didn't go to high school together. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. She met this guy somewhere and everything like that. I'm like, what the fuck? So at least her friend had like, you know, let me know what's up or everything about that because I was just like looking like a dumbass because she would lead me on and everything. Even after when we broke up, we would still be kissing and everything like that. Yeah. And she knew how to play my mind. So I felt like such an idiot. I was just like, okay, this is something else that I need to learn. And, oh, man. And that was the biggest one that I ever learned because I got played so much, even the brother was playing me. And this is me, like, you know, me being a huge sneakerhead, I would give her brother $300 pair of Jordans that I could have gave, like, you know, could have bought for myself. But I'm such a good-hearted person I'm always thinking about the family, you know, that, like, you know, that thing about my girlfriend. I'm doing all this other type of stuff to gain respect. And uh, it, it backfired on me. So that, that one hurt real bad, but I really, like, just started seeing things that I had to do in order to make me stronger. So that was a huge, like, life lesson, and that's just, like, being strong. You know, fuck the pride, fuck everything else. If you really want to set your foot down on something, then you have to do it. Because, or else you're going to be treated like a, like a bitch. You know? And pretty much. That's what I did. Pretty much. Okay, well, dang, man. Okay, well, that's a good little backstory, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look at that. I'm like, damn, this man went ham. But no, I mean, like, these are all life lessons, man. I think for the listeners, too, as well. 
I'm sure people could probably it could probably resonate with a lot of listeners right now that have been yeah. going through the same thing doing a lot of things with the same type of person even if it's a guy or a girl mm-hmm. if you feel like you're doing too much for your man or boy or girlfriend mm-hmm. and you're not getting anything in return I feel like this is a good story to um, to resonate for a lot of people mm-hmm. because I feel like um, I mean I personally just play asshole sometimes but mm-hmm. yeah, but when I see someone go to something like this just the, the, the stories you went through man like I'm just hearing like what you're telling me I'm like man it's man like it's, nice guys do finish last it feels like man mm-hmm. like it's just it's just one of those like those those stories when people say that and you, yeah. you know what I'm saying you and it's just crazy because like I hear all, like I hear stories like that like oh man alright this other side's the story but I feel like there is another side to it but like from what you're telling me it's like man how could you like the girls seem like they just were just weren't great people that fit you you know what I'm saying so like mm-hmm. they weren't great people so don't think that in the, in the mindset that you are that bad person yeah because you, know? you just you just happen to you run across bad women mm-hmm. and it's sad to say it's a lot of them out there you know what I'm saying there's just as much as bad men bad dudes and bad women too at the same time I feel like there's more yeah bad women but you know what I mean like seeing that happening man and this is crazy man like I I mean you guys go through my backstory a little bit later but you know um I can kind of like agree and have similarities of what you went through too but uh we don't want to get to that that's this next time <laughs> that's next time but can't wait to hear <laughs> but yeah so let's go into the questionnaires okay I got a lot of questions to ask man I got a few questions to ask okay cool go ahead shoot so I'm ready why date man so you got all this stuff. Why, why keep pursuing it? Why could you mean? What made you come on this podcast? Like why? You mean like why? Uh, that's that's a really good question. <laughs> so why date? The reason why I came across this podcast was because I've always been the one that envies relationships. I'm the one that that likes to see a good relationship last. I'm the type of motherfucker that would be clapping for an elderly couple just because, like, I just want to know about their lives, their story, and everything like that. Um, with me, I've always had ups and downs in relationships, but I've always want to tell my side of the story and give feedback to people who's going through the same situations as I do. And when you brought up this podcast to me one day, I'm like, it's like, God answered my prayers. Because... I can have finally have somebody that I can relate to who makes this podcast and like, hey, you know what? You can you can tell how you feel about a certain topic, how you feel about a certain holiday, anything to do that has to do with couples, you know, just love, just anything that in general that involves like any type of emotional feeling. Hey, I'm on board. So that's what I want to hear, especially not just like coming from my like, you know, personal life and everything like that and my situations I've been through, but I also want to hear the people's feedback. Maybe they have a story that can relate to me. Maybe the people that that listen to us can give me some feedback, and that's what I want to hear, because now I can learn, like, you know, listen to everything that they have to say and put that in my life. So they're like, hey, you know what, man, We we love hearing you, but maybe, you know, just because you're on a podcast, that doesn't make me a dating connoisseur. Because, yeah. like I said, I've been through breakups. You know, I'm the nice guy. I'm always thinking, hey, you know what? Nice guys do finish last. And that's how I see it sometimes. Because through the past relationships I've been through, I've always been nice. But never in that long-term relationship. And I love seeing people in relationships. And that's why I'm, I'm the guy that's like, hey, good for you. Even though I don't have that, I fucking respect you. So... That's what made me want to join this podcast, man. It's just, it just have something to talk about with something that that I have a passion for. I'm a huge sneakerhead, everybody, but my other passion is love. I'm always the, I'm always that guy that just wants to see somebody that found that that perfect someone. And you know that's why I applaud you, and that's why I also want to hear stuff about that so I can have. Whatever that person is having. Okay. You know? I mean, so why do you still pursue dating, man? If all this stuff that's happening to you, all this crazy stuff that's happening to you, man, why do you still pursue it, man? I don't give up. Um, like all these people that treat you so bad, 
You still like you still want to not be a fuckboy. You still want to not be I mean, not giving a fuck. But you still do care. You still want to be respectful to when you still want to keep your your moral standard. There could have been several cases where I could have been a fuckboy. Or there's like of course, like with my recent breakup. Yeah. I could have just been like, fuck it. You know, it's been a year, she did me dirty, everything like that. I did everything I could, but that's not how I grew up. And what people don't know about me is like I was very close to my father. Yeah. Um, he passed away when I was 13 years old, and I learned everything about love from him. And that's why it's something that I don't ever want to forget because he taught me a life lesson, and that was never giving up on love. It doesn't matter if you're talking to that person, never give up on them. So that's why it's just like, at times I'm like thinking, like, yeah, there's multiple girls I could talk to, everything like that. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up like, you know, if I'm going to have my eyes on that woman, best believe I'm going to have, you know, my two eyes are going to be on that woman. Yeah. That I'm going to cater to her. I'm going to be there for her. And when I saw my dad going through his, through going through cancer and everything like that, I saw the love between my father and my mother. And I can never forget that day. I was in Oakland in Summit Alta Bates Hospital, and I was just seeing them talk. And it was just a beautiful thing because I'm like, that is something that I want, and that is something that I can never forget. And that's that's what made me who I am today. Like, I'm not, I'm not the one to go ahead and be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to fuck this girl, I'm going to fuck that girl. Yeah, you know, everybody has that, that fuckboy moment, but, you know, I snap out of it because I'm like, hey, I was raised better than that. And that's why I still pursue dating because I know that somebody one day will accept the lesson that my dad taught me, and I can bring it on to them. And that's why I date. Yeah, that's inspiring, man. I I had no idea, man. See, it's another side of the backstory. We peel some more layers off, man. Mm-hmm. So, man, that's, that's I didn't, you know, hearing that story, man. I, mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Like. Someone who never gives up a love like that, man. Like, it inspired me somewhat low-key, man. I'm just like, man, dang, should I not? Should I? I mean, that's a question I always want to ask myself, man. Because, you know, we all been kind of been through experiences. And we all been either dumped or at the same time kind of like we've dumped other people. You know, we did a lot of stuff. And, and like, it's kind of hard to kind of like grow from that, you know. But, like, people still give up on it and like like I said some people give up on a whole gender mm-hmm. just because of some one dude I had one girl that just gave up on like dudes and just became straight lesbian so it's just like you know and like she's still dating but it's like she give up on someone like it's just like but this person you know she didn't give up on love but she gave up on just that one aspect of people yeah and it's just crazy that like not one person is gonna be the reason why you should give up on stuff so mm-hmm. Like that's definitely a lesson learned. Definitely one of the biggest lesson learned. Yeah. Um, another question I had: How many people you seriously dated, and did you break up with them, or did they broke up with you? How many times did you? You know what? I'm gonna keep it honest with you guys. The only serious relationship I had was my past relationship. The one, the that, year. That was for a year, and that was one, just one. Like I said, I'm very. I am what I pre- I I commit to what I preach. So if I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it 100 with you and like gonna go for the long term, then that's me. Yeah. Um, there's times where I'm talking to a woman for like five months and then I feel like everything is great, but yet she wants to give up. Yeah. So to answer your question, only one. Okay. Only one. Only one, huh? There. Already answered my other question. You know how many heartbreaks, but that was just that one. That was a huge heartbreak. So, how do you feel about modern dating now? I, I think I hate it. I really fucking hate it because <laughs> I, I'm always preaching to you guys like I wish I was born in the '40s and '50s because that's like when you had no fucking social media. You had no, you know, Snapchat. Yeah, you, got, you, got caught up that, you got caught up in that one, you know, with that whole taking a picture thing. Someone did, did you pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah, camera, yeah. Like I said, camera phones weren't going well, around when I was in high school. Well, so, you know what? Snapchat. You didn't see me. You didn't see me. Well, someone told someone said, you ain't got proof. You ain't got proof. Well, you know what? Karma's a bitch. And I definitely, karma's, 
kicked me in my ass pretty well, so that was a huge life lesson. <laughs> shit, man. That was yeah. like, if someone said they caught me cheating, mm-hmm. I probably did. Yeah. But they probably say, you ain't got no proof, you ain't got pictures. There you go. Nope, nope. So it doesn't exist. And they're like, man, you but man, right. the homegirl did her homework shit, because I got caught up. And, all right. So, are you a planner or a spur of the moment type of person? We're going to get into, like, the dating kind of question. I'm actually a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, because I like to plan things, but yet again, I'm such a terrible planner. <laughs> so, if it's, like, if something, if the planning doesn't go well, then that's when the spur of the moment kicks in. You know, that's when, like, hey, you know what? We're already here. Let's just do this, you know? But... Um, I'm I'm very huge when it comes to when it comes to the planning. I'm very huge on that. Like I'm the type that loves to be very romantic, do all the you know romantic type of stuff, calling the best flowers, you know, making sure that she's feeling loved every damn day. Like, so are you uh, an active kind of guy? Like, would you take a girl on to a hike around somewhere, or would you just do a candlelight dinner? I like doing both, actually. You know, so. Like, see, I'm very, you know, I'm very out there. What if you got a girl say, my feet hurt? Man, shit, best believe she can get a damn foot massage. My feet hurt. I can't walk all the time. What if she ain't? What if she not as active? Would then you push gonna, her? Then we're going to lay down. We're going to talk while I give her foot massage. She tells me about her day. Damn. There we go. Doing all that stuff, man. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the type of guy I am. Uh-uh. I'm like, girl, bye. <laughs> um, okay, man. So, when you date a guy... Or when you date a girl, uh-huh. I say, God, I don't know why that popped up. It's all good, bro. <laughs> but <laughs> when you date a girl, what do they must have? And what other qualities, what, what do they, they must have? I love to laugh. So they have so that sense of humor. You ever have sense of humor. Okay, that's one. Um, Ladies. <laughs> you have to have sense of humor. You got to be just like, you, you can just be just out there, like, you know, just free-minded. Uh, you don't have to be perfect. Because I'm not perfect. So, if I know that you're very relaxed and comfortable around me, then that's a major plus. So, don't be all like, you know, very, if, you're, if you're a loud person but you're acting quiet around me, be loud. You know what? Be like, fuck you. You know, all this shit. Because now I know that that's really, that's really who you are. I know what I'm dealing with. Now I get to learn about that person because like, hey, she likes to laugh. Okay, I'm going to take her to a comedy club. Oh, okay, she likes to be loud. All right, you know, maybe we'll do something that ha- that's, like, really loud. You know, maybe you might go go-karts or whatever, you know, just having a good time. And as far as, like, I'm not really picky. That's the thing. So if you can make me laugh and we can have a good conversation and you're interesting and you're telling me about stuff that you want to pursue or that stuff that you already did, I find that interesting. So that's what I, that's the only thing that I like is just you having, like, you know, just being yourself, being very humorous, like, you know, having that sense of humor, and just tell me your life goals, and hopefully we can pursue it together in the long run. If not, then I'm still going to be a supporter. I'm, I'm very, like, you know, I'm not picky, so if you have those qualities, then that's so, good. Okay, what's the must-nots? What are they, they you cannot, you, you know, what's the things that you don't want to see? That I don't want to see? Damn, that's another good one. <laughs> uh, I did my research. Of course, like, the things that I don't want to see is just, like, if you're hella into yourself. If you have a child, like, let's just say if somebody comes up to me in a pre-started family and you have a child, let me know. You know, be proud of what you have. I'm not going to find that, you know, oh, my gosh, she has a kid. Fuck you. Get the hell away from me. No, I'm going to envy that. I'm like, hey, good for you. You've been doing this all by yourself? I respect that. So don't be too into yourself. If you think like that it's something that's gonna bother you, just that's what I'm talking about. Honesty. That's the key in a relationship. <laughs> Honesty. Just tell me what's up. Yeah, you gotta cheers. Someone said Oh yeah. Be proud. That's what gotta I'm talking about. Audience. Be proud. It's like even for the women out there, if they have like a a man with a pre started family. You know what? That man should be proud of what he has. So, for the men out there, if you guys are dating some a woman, but you're scared to tell them that you have a child, don't be. Because now, you're lacking in the relationship, and that's honesty. Mm-hmm. So, 
if you're into yourself and like let's just say there's like multiple pictures of you but i don't see pictures of you with your family or anything like that then i'm gonna be like all right what the fuck is going on like did you give birth to yourself like did you <laughs> all about me do you think like you're perfect and everything because nobody's perfect in, in this life and that's that's the only thing that i that's like a a no-go for me if you're okay. into yourself that's it another one how are you meeting people now social media Tinder, Bumble, what do you think? How do you meet up people? Person, library? Well, it depends. Like, if I'm at... Work? <laughs> well, uh... We learn, from, we learn from experience. I've here. experienced work, everybody. So, I've experienced that. Multiple girls I met from Instagram. And there was just some girls I just kept in touch with that, like, you know, that thought we were just going to be friends, but we tried out something. Yeah. So, it really came from, like, from college to high school... To Instagram and you know of course work but <laughs> it is what it is no work <laughs> rule number 32 man no work <laughs> you know that you know the rules be about your money people <laughs> never that's where you sleep of course so, <laughs> I've learned that yes, this is why guys rule 32 from experience everybody listen this is Dante's ones rules alright so, and let's see, I have maybe a few more. All right. Wait. All right, we're going to get into kind of like some, some little freaky deaky, man. Okay. What's your fetish, man? Because we had an episode about fetishes, man. Our fetishizing. So, like, <laughs> what's your preference, man? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a guy that enjoys... You know, don't say like, don't say personality, man. Cause yeah. Don't be lying to me, man. No, bro, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm a, I'm an ass man. I love ass <laughs> shit. You know, what I'm like you know, I'm not gonna go into detail about like as far as doing all you that crazy stuff. With ass. Okay, no, yeah, I right. no, I'm not gonna be pulling no Kevin Gates if anybody knows about that guy. Bootyologist um, over here. <laughs> I'm an ass man, you know, and especially like if you got tits too as well, then that's another like plus for me and everything. So stupid. Uh, I, you know, that, that's my preference of everything like that. If anything, they're going to find out what my fetish is if we're in the bedroom. Oh. So, well, I don't really like to go into detail about that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's that <laughs> that X-rated stuff, man. All right. I try to keep PG for people out there. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, hearing this, man, like, this is, this is good. You know, this is mm -hmm. good that we have this going on and, and like I said, we didn't even talk about the last episode we talked about, mm -hmm. but, you know, we'll get more into that. This is kind of like more finding out who you guys are, who, who you mm -hmm. are, who the Renaissance man was, you know. Mm man at work I want to see what he was going to do at work how how would he become a gentleman to women <laughs> and I had someone in mind <laughs> who? that I want to call up who alright hold on <laughs> I'm going to do a phone call real quick I want to see how you would proceed to asking someone on a date being a renaissance man, mm -hmm. what would you do to make a girl feel special in five or ten minutes? Mm -hmm. Or even less, because we don't have that much time. So I don't know, man. You're putting me under pressure, so. Hey, dude, pressure. <laughs> Pressure's the way to go, man. Hopefully I don't stutter. You won't stutter. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you will. You'll be fine. I, I believe in you. But I'm going to see if this person is going to pick up. <laughs> Some bonus material, guys. <laughs> but um, let's see. Hold on for a minute. Waiting. She says she's busy, but she's gonna call me. <laughs> I know, man. See you at work, huh? At work. See you at work, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna have her on, and I was gonna see what you're gonna do. 
Okay. I want to let the people know the Renaissance man is gonna treat his woman right. And he treats all women right. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna give you an example of how it can help others. This person responds, probably not. <laughs> but that's what I was gonna do. Hold on. <laughs> Play the music now. But hold on. Let's see if she picks up. Let's see, let's see. Who are you calling, man? <laughs> I'm calling someone. See if you can hear it. Okay. Hello? Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Hey, um, so I'm doing it right now. What's, what's going on? What are, right yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> so we have, I got you on air. So we have you, we have an old guest that was on our last first season, main chick Jenny, on. She's came back. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys can hear her. She's on speaker. I'll probably. Hi, hello. <laughs> so we got main chick Jenny back on here. And we got my man Renaissance Man here. And I want to see within two to three minutes if this man can treat you special in two to three minutes. And what he can do, how he treats his women. And he's going to ask you out. It's not going to be for real. It's going to be kind of a play thing, right? But let me see how he's going to respond. How he's, and you got to, Magic Jenny, you got to be real. got to let me know how you feel. Don't fake it. Alright? Okay, go for it. Alright. Hey, how's it going, Jenny? It's the Renaissance man. Hi, how are you? Good, yourself? I'm good. That's good. So what are you doing right now? I'm trying to clean up my room. Trying to clean up your room? That sounds very interesting. (laughs) So... (laughs) See, that's where you know the humor kicks in, right? So, so tell me what you like to do. What what do you like to do? Well, I want to hear what my woman likes to do so I can take her out. Well, I don't know. It depends. Like right now, if you were to take me out right now, yeah. You know, what's your favorite food? Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know. Okay. Okay, so we'll find a little bakery to go out and like, you know, I know a spot in Oakland that has a nice view, so we can go out and get that. Okay. And then... What else do I like to do? Hmm. Right now, uh, I'm kind of boring, like, lately, so... I'm sure I can find something exciting about you. Huh? I'm sure I can find something exciting about you. Yeah, but right now it's been like super chill. Like I went back to school, um, spending more time with my kids. There you go. So just kind of focus more on like. Well, you know what? Let's do this then. How about we can we can go to the house, we can get a movie, and then we can bring the food over over to the house, play with your kid, and just go from there. You know, that sounds pretty cool, actually. I like that. You like that? Honestly, I really do. Like, I'm super chill, so I like I like grabbing food, going home, making it like, super simple. Sounds good. Then, you know, let's let's make that happen one day. All right, let's do it then. Okay, great. All right, enjoy the rest of your night, okay? <laughs> yeah. I know Jenny when she laughs about that. <laughs> what? She, she laughs when she blushes at the same time. <laughs> Like, I don't like the, um, let's go to a restaurant, I got us reservations, unless, like, we were together for a while, 
or like you know dating and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we just yeah, I like that. Just go to the house and go kick it. That's good because I like kids, so get to learn more about your child and also about you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, but my kid wouldn't be there though. <laughs> yeah, she would be here. <laughs> promise you that. But it's you know, all good. But you know, he's open for it. It's it's always worth a try. I'm always open to new things. Okay. Yeah. So what else? Well, you know, like I said, we'll just go where the night takes us. Well, oh. so that was it. I mean, that was like what. What else? <laughs> what else? Well, I'm trying to figure out what the, what the issue is, though. What do you think the issue is? A- asking. Are there, I don't know. Are there any issues? Or like, what do you think of that? What, like, did I came on too strong? Did work, I, like, you know, you let the people know. All the time? Huh? Does this work for Renaissance, Renaissance Man all the time? Does it work for you all the time? Yeah, it works. Does it? Do you think so? What's oh, yeah. she's asked? What sign are you? I'm a Libra. He's a Libra. Bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Libras are cool. <laughs> she said Libras are cool. Who this? Me and Oh. What's up, girl? Oh, we got we got her Hopper Asian here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, mean, I, I said my name in there too. So I'm into it. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, thank you. What do you, I mean, any other input you want to throw on there that you think? Um, I like that he's not scared of that I have a kid, because a lot of guys would be like, okay, oh, uh, well. Yeah, because I didn't tell him. You know, like, once they fight, huh? Once I they fight that out, sometimes they kind of, like, push away. I didn't tell him that you had a kid either. Okay, that's good. I was expecting his reaction. You have a kid? That's why, like, he, he, he sounded open about, you know. Like, like, just open about things. Yeah. See, I mean. Yep. He has experience with it. Um, but he's just, you know, been so much for, done so much for some of these women. These women kind of treated him kind of bad. So, you know. And you're in output from that. You just meeting him. I mean, how old are you? 25. How old are you? 25. Uh, how old? I'm 25 years old. 25? And the girls that you date or try to fuck with or I don't know what it is, court? <laughs> are like, how old? How old are they? Are they younger? How old are the women that you try to court getting fucked with? <laughs> how old were they with the, the women that had kids? Uh, this one girl, she was 22. Oh, damn. Yeah. And she had a, she had a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh, what happened with that? Um, you know, I was I was kind of disappointed that she kind of like didn't let me know that she had a kid, because it kind of it kind of threw me off because I'm like, you know, you should be open if we're gonna if we're gonna get to know each other and start something that that may end like that that may start something good, then uh-huh. you should let me know. What's going on in your life? Just like how many you know what's what everything that's going on in my life. Yeah. So that, that well, maybe kinda, she was scared to tell you. Yeah, you know, and I can also understand that too. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, I'm always gonna accept her kid yeah. as it is. But it, it would have been nice to know, like, you know, the first time I met her, like, hey, this is what this is what's up about me. I also have a kid. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm very, you know. When it comes to that, uh, I'm very accepting because I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not it gonna. Like it. it seems like it. What was that? I said it seems like it. Yeah. She needs to get better service. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that's that was just kind of a surprise. He was expecting that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's how that's how Dante does it, man. We I do surprises like that out of nowhere. Surprise. That threw me off. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> But um, I know you're pretty busy, Manchik Jenny. Thanks for coming on. I know you have something you have to do, but um, thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk later. Okay. 
Bye. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. So yeah, man. So I mean, <laughs> that's that's what's that's that's the Renaissance man at work. <laughs> how to how to do that, man? That's just like, like I said, man. He he was open to it. He, he learned about her a little bit more, what she liked. That's good tips for a lot of people, especially people who are kind of lightweight, awkward, or just too hard or too aggressive. This is good. So I had to see Mr. Minutes not that work. I had to throw him with the two to five minutes. <laughs> but good stuff, man. You performed, man. You, you know, good job. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. You, know, you, 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 you showed out and you, you, you didn't disappoint. So, I mean, with that on a note, we're going to end it here. And Main Chick Jenny was on. We'll hopefully get her on next time for another episode or any episode we have in the future. And, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. I know it was a little longer, but we'll have to probably condense it. But Sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll have next week. Our next episode will be, we'll probably interview Heartbreak Asian. Heartbreak Asian's here, so. I just came in. He just came yeah. in. He just came in the front door. Yeah. Came in the back door. In my flask outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to be out. We're going to do a little interview with him, too. And next we'll probably do Max Savage and then last meet. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you for listening. Have a nice night. <laughs>